At Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, your financial well-being matters. And they're with you every step of the way through your financial journey. Seriously, Affinity Plus has real people to talk to, people who care, and who can offer financial coaching through all stages of your life when you need it. And did you know that financial coaching is free at Affinity Plus as just one of the many member benefits? It's true. You get amazing benefits at Affinity Plus where you're more than a member. You're an owner in the not-for-profit cooperative. Invest in you and get a load of benefits. Continue your financial journey by stopping into the Brainerd Lakes branch on Edgewood Drive in Baxter to speak to one of their knowledgeable employees and bring your financial questions. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas. Today, my guest is Baxter City Administrator Brad Shapoulis. Brad, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks, Ken. Happy to be here. Yeah, boy, we are doing things differently here, obviously. We have you on the phone lines, and I would imagine the city of Baxter is doing a few things differently as well. Yes. Uh, a lot of things that people uh, won't see uh, as they're behind the scenes, but the biggest thing that most people will see is if they do come to City Hall or any to the any public building uh, within the city ownership, uh, they are closed to the public. Uh, this was an action taken by the council based on advice from uh, MDH and the governor uh, that led to the stay-at-home. Uh, back on March 27th, the council ordered a local emergency that put into place a operations plan for city. Uh, with that, uh, we are open for business. However, all of our facilities or buildings are closed. Businesses being done uh, over the phone or electronically, uh, we encourage anybody who has uh, any questions or uh, needs uh, service to call our main line at 454-5100. Very good. Um, you bring up an interesting point. Uh, cities have had to plan for these kind of things, as many public offices have, and you had a plan in place already. Yeah, uh, we uh, from March 13th till the 27th, uh, we were learning things as every other local unit of government was uh, learning on the run. Uh, but on the 27th, we did present a operations plan. Uh, since the 13th, we have been uh, abiding by and observing the social distance uh, guidelines uh, with that have been laid out by the CDC and the MDH. Uh, all of our employees are spread out among all of our buildings to make sure that we are uh, not working in cubicles next to each other. And with the operations plan, we have 60%, approximately 60% of our city hall employees that are telecommuting or working from home. Uh, that wouldn't be possible if we didn't have the technology in place um, that has been invested over the years by uh, this council and previous councils. Yeah, very good. Uh, Brad, talk about uh, parks and so on. What's the status there? Yeah, uh, our parks are open. Our, our facilities are not. Um, it's been a, has been a conversation uh you know, talked about many times over in the last few weeks and as recently as the last council meeting, uh, our facilities are closed, so there are no bathroom facilities. You cannot rent out pavilions, things of that nature. Uh, we know that exercise and being outdoors is important to the mental health, uh, but we are asking people to observe the social distancing. Uh, we don't have, um, we due to the pandemic, we haven't been able to hire seasonal help or things of that nature right now to make sure bathrooms are clean and things of that nature. 
so we don't want to add any additional um, layers of potential contam or uh, matters in which uh, people can contract the virus. And so sure. um, please use the parks, um, but observe the social distancing that's being recommended by the state and the federal government. Uh, we continue to monitor the use of our parks to determine if there are any additional actions that the city needs to take, but we've refrained from doing that at this point. Okay. Um, and pardon me if I missed it, but did you say how, how can the public access uh, the city council meetings that I assume are taking place uh, electronically? Yeah, as part of the um, a local emergency declared on the 27th. Uh, we did indicate that all of our city meetings will be held electronically. Uh, city council meetings have been conducted via Zoom. However, uh, due to uh, what's being the phenomenon known as Zoom bombing and things of that nature, uh, we want to make sure that the public has the ability to monitor it uh, without interrupting our business. Uh, therefore, uh, we are allowing the public to access uh, through either uh, telephone or internet for an audiovisual stream of the meeting. Uh, information regarding the phone number or links uh, to observe those meetings are posted on the city's webpage under the news uh, button on the left-hand side of the page. While we are meeting electronically, we still want public's input. Uh, we are uh, asking the public that wants to uh, that generally speak during the public comment section or want to respond to something that is specifically on the agenda uh, to send an email at comments at baxtermn.gov uh, or by the u.s post office uh, mail general mail uh, by and have that submitted by the end of the business day of our council meetings which happen to be on the first and third tuesdays of each month uh, those communications that we receive will be read at that evening's uh, council meeting uh, during the appropriate agenda uh, when the appropriate agenda item is being considered. Uh, we will take all those comments that were received and make sure that they're part of the public record of the meeting. Very good. And Brad, I would assume that that information you just passed on as to uh, how we can send those comments, that's all right on your city website as well? Correct. Uh, it is um, on, on the main page, uh, there is a selection of items uh, about halfway down on the left or on the bottom of the screen. The left one is news, and that's where you can find that information. All right. Uh, I noticed uh, in certain communities we're seeing some of the crews out doing the sweeping and spring cleanup. I would assume your city crews are doing the same. Correct. Uh, we're doing the typical spring work, fire hydrant flushing, road patching, uh, restoring um, the road edges, uh, the landscape, and, um, the sod, and things of that nature that typically get uh, disturbed with uh, the snow plowing that occurs during the winter. Yeah. And uh, anything else we should know about how the city is operating right now during this pandemic? Uh, the only thing that the public would or will recognize here uh, very shortly is, is with that emergency declaration, uh, we have suspended. Uh, our rec programs indefinitely, uh, not knowing uh, when the social distancing guidelines will be lifted. Uh, spring and summer sports have been suspended. Uh, we will be having conversations talking about cancellation, but at this point in time, that action has not been taken. All right. 
Um, and let's talk a little bit about uh, projects, because I know uh, every year you guys plan this during the winter. And uh, tell us about the projects that are coming up, both road projects and construction projects. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, Mother Nature wasn't kind to us uh, towards the end of the last construction season. So we are picking up where we left off uh, in late October of last year. Uh, there are a few projects that didn't get completed. Uh, those include Industrial Park Boulevard. Uh, the completion of Jasper Wood Drive in front of the new uh, elementary school, Greenwood Drive, Fairview Road, Basswood Road, and Memorywood Drive, along with the trail along 371 just south of Excelsior Road. All of those projects uh, have commenced or should be commencing this week. Wow, that's a long list of projects that didn't get finished. <laughs> I know. Well, Mother, Mother Nature wasn't kind to us, and so uh, we had a we had a. Uh, throw the white flag and, and say that we are going to do these things in the spring. And so, yeah. Uh, um, the, the other project uh, that did commence uh, this week, is the what we're calling is the Excelsior Road Golf Course Drive and Fairview Road Street Project. Um, this is that last phase of road improvements along the commercial corridor. Uh, that we know is between uh, Cypress Drive, which was completed last year, and 371. Um, that road has, has been over 20, 25 years old wow. and uh, is in need of, of desperate repair. And so uh, we did start uh, phase one of that project, uh, which is doing the work in, on Fairview Drive uh, and golf course uh, to the point just south of the Colts driveway on Golf Course Road. Mm -hmm. um, that work uh, started yesterday and will is tentatively subject or tentatively um, scheduled for completion on May 22nd. Phase two of that project would be Golf Course Drive all the way up to Excelsior Road intersection, and then Excelsior Road east from that intersection to the Super One uh, Westerly driveway. That is. Uh, scheduled to start immediately upon the completion of phase one and be completed on July 3rd. Mm. The third and final phase uh, would be Excelsior Road from Golf Course Drive over to Minnesota Highway 371. That would commence after the 4th of July and be completed on September 21st. Okay. Yeah, that one will probably interrupt some traffic. I I don't know if you have the traffic counts off the top of your head, but uh, a lot of folks use that road, don't they? They do. And, well, as you know, uh, a lot of the east-west corridors between Baxter and, and, and Brainerd have been under construction the last few years. Um, in uh, the scope within the city of Baxter, this is the last one that is under the city uh, of Baxter's oversight that is to be done. Yeah. Um, between those three corridors. All right. Uh, how about uh, the rest of the summer, Brad? Is there any other projects we should know about? Uh, yes. Uh, the council is considering the awarding the bid for the North Forest View Street Sewer and Water Project at its next meeting on April 21st. If awarded, uh, work would commence almost immediately after uh, council's approval and then would have a tentatively um, com substantial completion date of November 1st. Mm. Uh, that won't impact uh, the general public, but it does take in one of our larger neighborhoods uh, within the city of Baxter. Okay. Uh, any new uh, construction projects when it comes to uh, buildings that uh, may be taking place this summer we would want to know about? Um, 
the only thing that comes to mind, Ken, is is the EcoMart project, which is just south of Baxter Village on 371 along Edgewood uh, Drive. Uh, that is uh, being constructed um, by high tech. Uh, the developer of that property is a local individual uh, or family uh, that has a local business and will have uh, several uh, suites or, or office spaces that would be available for rent. Uh, it's a project that's been discussed for almost a year, and uh, we're excited to see that going forward. Uh, not only because of the additional investment, but we're excited also uh, in the fact that the project is going to be using a lot of green technology. So it'll be mm. the first uh, one uh, within the city of Baxter that is using those green technologies that uh, have been utilized in much more larger urban areas. That's exciting. Yeah, we're excited about that. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else that we should uh, be thinking about as we get ready for spring to really arrive and uh, fingers crossed for the uh, restrictions to start easing? Oh, no. I would just advise everyone to continue to heed the advice and recommendations that are coming forth from the state and federal government. Uh, it's very important uh, that we heed to those uh, recommendations and guidelines as it's important to everyone's health. Yeah. And while you're sitting at home, possibly uh, socially uh, distancing, uh, one can still out that uh, still fill out that census form, right? Yes, absolutely. You know, it's 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 kind of a coincidence that uh, the the time in which we take count of all the individuals within the United States is the same time that a good portion of the of of the uh, citizens of the United States, and in particular here at Crow Wing County, have um, the ability to fill out the census uh, forms either online or, or in the traditional paper form. Uh, it's one of the most grassroots uh, efforts that if anybody wants to partake in government, it's that. Um, it impacts um, the money that comes into the state and, and funneled down to the local units of government and the services that are provided from health care education, transportation, and so forth. Um, the state demographer identifies that uh, each person counted represents approximately $2,800 uh, that comes to the state uh, from the federal government. So uh, it does financially impact us uh, for not being counted. So I encourage everyone to continue or to participate uh, in the census in whichever form uh, is available to you. Uh, I'm proud to indicate that uh, Baxter residents have been very uh, diligent in, in, in doing such. Uh, as of yesterday, 62.8% of Baxter residents have filled out their census forms as compared to 57.5% of the uh, state residents. And even, I think it's a little bit around 50% of the U.S. population that has uh, filled out the form. So we're doing a, a good job, and I would encourage uh, our Baxter residents as well as the residents of Crow Wing County to uh, take the time and effort. It's, uh, I know I've done it, and can I believe you've done it? And yes, I have. Stated, and I've stated so. And it doesn't take very long. I think it's no more than like 10 minutes of your time. Exactly. Yeah, it's very easy to do. And like you pointed out, it's extremely important for all of us to fill that out on several different levels. So, And congratulations. Sounds like Baxter has got the message and taken charge in that department. Well, it just shows how engaged our, our residents are, and, and uh, I'm very 
excited and, and honored to to be working for the city. Yeah. During this time, so. Absolutely. Well, um, Brad, thank you so much for taking time to uh, keep us up to date on what's happening in the city of Baxter. And um, I'm hoping that before too long, you'll be sitting across from me here in the studios again. I, I look forward to that day, Ken. Yeah. Brad, take care. Thank you. You too. All right. Brad Shapoulis is the Baxter City Administrator. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs are available to listen to at your leisure anytime on our website at 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can also find those Community Focus programs on our free downloadable app. That's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.